Welcome. You are listening to Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston, New England's oldest African-American church. Hope and Faith Ministry features the inspirational sermons of my father, Dr. Wesley Roberts, Senior Pastor at People's Baptist Church. We're so glad you're here. Dr. Roberts has a powerful message of hope and love for your life and mine. Now enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry, brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston. The title of the message today is, God the Source of Our Hope. God the Source of Our Hope. Hope is one of the essentials of life. When hope is gone, life is almost over. You need hope to cope with the circumstances of life. Dr. Howard Wolf, a professor at Cornell University Medical School, did a study on the effects of hope on the human body. He studied 25,000 prisoners of war over an extended period of time to see what hope did to them and what difference it made. He discovered that out of those 25,000 prisoners of war, there was one group of men on whom the experience of being a POW had no effect at all, in spite of the brutality, the torture, the solitary confinement, and all kinds of inhumane abuse. There was no post-traumatic stress syndrome. They didn't have flashbacks. They just handled it and went on with their life. When he studied that group, the one common denominator was an extraordinary high level of hope. Hope made all the difference in the world. In Dr. Wolf's concluding summary, he, he said, when a man has hope, He's capable of bearing incredible burdens and cruel punishment. But when hope is gone, people fall apart emotionally, physically, and spiritually. You see, you have to have hope to believe that God can change your situation, that God can meet your needs. Because hope is in such short supply in our society today, people will fall for all kinds of scams. They actually put their trust in false hope. They trust things like psychic hotlines, palm reading, astrology, fake healers, and all kinds of crazy things. And inevitably, they are disappointed and end up worse off because nothing is worse than being disappointed by a false hope. So the question then is, is there any place that we can get hope? Any place that we can depend, hope that we can depend on? That we can count on during the inevitable crises of life? Where do we find that kind of hope? The Bible tells us that we can find it in God. So God is the source of hope. 
As Romans 15 and verse 13 says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So the Apostle Paul speaks of God as the God of hope who will fill us with all joy and peace and hope. When all other hope and hope in all other sources fail, we can turn to God, the God of hope, and find in him all that we need as human beings. As Christians, there are two truths, I believe, which can give us the hope that we need in order to handle life uh, in this sinful world. And the first one is that God is watching over us. God is watching over us. The older I get, the more I realize how much of my life is out of my control. The truth is, not only do I not control much of what's in the future, but I don't even know much of what's in the future. But um, God says in Isaiah chapter 41 and verse 10, Don't panic. I am with you. There's no need to fear for I am your God. I'll give you strength. I'll help you. I'll hold you steady. Keep a firm grip on you. You see, the good news is, regardless of what happens, you and I don't have to go through it alone. God will be there with us. That is one of the certainties of life that we can hold on to. So when we hold on to that certainty, then we have hope. So there are a lot of uncertainties in life. One is that people will leave us. Friends and family might move away. There are people that you love who will pass away. They'll die. There are people who you love that will become ill and won't be there anymore or at least won't be themselves anymore. The sad truth of life is that people leave us whether we want them to or not. But the certainty of life is God will never leave us. That helps us to have hope because the fear of being abandoned is one of the greatest causes of hopelessness in all of our lives. The feeling that I'm going to be deserted, that I'm going to be forsaken, that I'm going to be left alone, and there is going to be no one to help, is one of the causes of hopelessness. It is expressed in two words. What if? What if my husband or wife should die and leave me alone? Or should um, divorce me? What if my children aren't there for me at the end of my life? What if the friends that I have aren't there? What if? Is the truth is, God will never leave us. 
As a pastor, I've been at many, many grave sites with uh, bereaved families over the past 40 plus years. After the committal service, I've seen in the eyes of many, and I've heard the words, I don't know how I'm going to go on. I don't know how I'm going to be able to make it. I've heard this sense of doubt, not only from bereaved loved ones, but from those who have lost their job. This feeling of how am I going to go on? And my answer always is, God will be with you. Not only is God with us, but the Bible says he watches over us and cares for us. Psalm, 20, Psalm 32 and verse 8 says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. You see, you and I don't know the future, and we can't control the future. But God knows and can control the future and is willing to guide and to advise us. He's willing to show us the way. He said, when we can't figure out why we are having the problem we are having or what benefit these problems um, may have for us, then we feel hopeless. But when we recognize that we don't have to figure things out ourselves because God has it all figured out and that all that I have to do is to trust him, then we can have a great deal of hope. In Lamentations chapter 3 and verse 21 through 24 says, This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. The Lord's loving kindness indeed never cease, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I have hope in him. You see, this verse is all about hope. Nothing can ever make God stop loving us once we place our trust in him and are holding on to his unchanging hand. You see, many of us look back to on our lives and say, I wish I hadn't done such and such. I wish I hadn't made such a mess of my life. But the Bible says that God gives us a fresh start every morning. That God gives us a new start and a new day to live and a new hope to keep us going. So we don't have to give in or give up because God gives us a new day with a new hope every day. But the second source of hope is that God is working out his purpose in our lives. God is working out his purpose in our lives. No matter what's happening in our life, good, bad, or ugly, God's purpose is working in us. And as I've said earlier, when you have a problem and you don't understand the purpose, 
it's very difficult to handle that problem. The most difficult kind of question in life is, why is this happening to me? I've heard it so many times. So when you can't make sense out of a freak accident, when you happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time, and things just don't make sense, it's very difficult to have hope. However, when you see a purpose behind the problem, it gives you enormous hope. It also gives you enormous power to endure whatever is going on. God says, I'm working in your life and I have a purpose no matter what is happening. So God is doing good things in my life and your life even when the situation is bad. Even when it doesn't make any sense at all. Even when I have no understanding of what is happening. When the situation is bad, God is still doing good things in our life. Here's a very important uh, verse every believer should memorize. It's Romans chapter 8 and verse 28. It says, And we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Notice first what, they, what it does not say. It doesn't say all things work out the way we want them to. We would like that, but that's not what it says. It does not say all things have a happy ending on earth, because that is not the case. All things do not have a happy ending on this earth. Now, reality teaches us that not every patient that we pray for gets well. Reality teaches us that not every couple that gets married live happily ever after. Reality teaches us that not every business decision that we, we make is um, a good decision or that it will bring us a million dollars. Reality teaches us that not every problem is resolved here. So we know that it's not, uh, it's not true that all things have a happy ending on earth. So what does it say? First it says, we know that God causes all things to work together for good. So the two words, we know. So what that means is we don't wish, we don't imagine, we don't desire, uh, we don't um, just have positive thinking. It just says we know. It's a certainty. Hope is not the same as optimism. It is not the conviction that something will turn out well. Hope is a certainty that something makes sense regardless of how it turns out. So we know what? God, that God causes. You see, there's a grand master designer of the universe. There's no such thing as fate. There's no such thing as luck, good luck or bad luck. We make mistakes, but God never makes mistakes. We know that God causes all things to work together for our good. 
Notice all things. Now, what does that include? Does that include illness? Yes. Does that include unemployment? Yes. Does that include divorce? Does that include a miscarriage? Does it include failure? Does it include freak accidents? Does it include stupid decisions that I make and problems that I bring on myself? Yes, absolutely yes. Everything fits into God's plan. The good, the bad, the indifferent. The things that I do, the things that I don't do. The things that I control, the things that I don't control. All things work together for good. Notice it doesn't say all things are good. And it does not say God causes all things. God does not. God does not cause uh, rape. It does not uh, cause wars. It does not cause the things that are happening in Washington at the present time and for the suffering of so many people who can't get a paycheck to pay their bills. See, God does not cause cancer. He doesn't... It doesn't say that God causes all things. We bring a lot of things on ourselves. But it does say that God causes all things to work together for good. You see, not all things in our life are good. But all things are working together. Because God is the one who is pulling it all together. And eventually, uh, ultimately, all of these things will work for our good because God says it and because God will do it. So looking at your life, you may not be able to make sense of what's happening to you right now. But one day you will see how God was weaving the good and the bad, the happy and the sad into a pattern. Can God bring good out of bad? Of course he can. He brought good out of the crucifixion. So when you understand that God is not only watching over you, but he is working in you, that's a source of hope. Notice the qualifier of this great promise, though. It is not for everybody. It says those who love God. All things do not work together for everybody. This is not a promise for everybody. It is a promise for those who love God and want to have a relationship with him and who are trying to live according to his purpose for them. But notice what Paul says in Philippians uh, chapter 1 and verse 6. He says, And I am sure that God who began the good work within you will continue his work until it is finally finished on that day when Christ comes back again. See, this is one of those verses which tells the one saved, always saved. That what, what God begins, he completes. That um, if you are saved, no one can, can take that away from you. That Christ is going to complete it when he comes back. Again, so you can count on the fact that you can't lose your salvation. Of course, we do mess up at times. And we do stupid things, sinful things. 
but that doesn't prevent God from doing what God has to do. That is to get us to the point where he can present us faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. You see, if God starts something in your life, he finishes it. Not like us. We start so many things and we don't finish for a variety of reasons. Sometimes we may think that we've gone beyond all hope. But we are not. We we have not. If we come back to him and say, God, I have messed up. I'm going to give you the mess I've made of my life. And I want you to take it and I want you to forgive me and to give me your peace and enable me to be one of your children again. So that which he started, you will finish. If you're feeling hopeless this morning about something in your life, you have forgotten how much God cares about you. Maybe you feel trapped in a hopeless marriage. Maybe you feel trapped in a hopeless career. And you have bounced from job to job and you haven't found where you fit in yet. Or maybe you, have, uh, you are stuck with uh, a hopeless or well, a hopeless health problem. That you have an illness which uh, you don't seem to be able to get rid of. The doctors don't seem to have the cure. And you don't know what to do. Or maybe you have a hopeless situation with a child. Or maybe you have a hopeless situation with your finances and you're not getting out of debt. You're getting in deeper into debt month after month. Maybe you're a single parent and there are days when you feel powerless and completely helpless to do the things that you know you ought to do. And so what do you do? You give it to Jesus. You see, if God can raise Jesus from the dead, he can raise uh, a dead marriage, he can raise a dead career, he can raise a dead hope, he can raise a dead dream. So there is hope. With God, no situation that we face is hopeless. He knows and he understands when your sorrow is great. He knows and he understands when your heart is broken, when your path is rough, when your hill is steep and the valley is lonely, your feelings are hurt and your pain is unbearable. God also knows and understands and cares when your patience becomes thin, when your pockets become empty, when your dreams become shattered, when your nights become long and your soul becomes burdened. What a wonderful blessing to know that God is more than able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. How thrilling it is to realize that God can transform our burdens into blessings, our tears into triumphs, our gloom into glory, our weakness into strength, our our barrenness into fruitfulness our sorrows into joy, our deficiencies into sufficiencies, our miseries into miracles, and our heartaches into hallelujahs. Oh, it is such a blessing to know that there is no pain that God cannot ease, 
that there is no weakness that God cannot strengthen, that there is no burden that God cannot lift, that there is no tear that God cannot dry, and no sin that God cannot forgive because he is the sovereign Lord of the universe who has all power in his hands. And so today I say, God bless you today if you can say with the hymn writer, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. Amen and amen. Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ-centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. Our Sunday services are at 8 a.m. and at 1045 a.m. You can reach us at 617-427-0424. Come visit us in person or on the web at www.pbcboston.org. And tune in every Saturday morning at 1030 for another inspiring message of hope and faith.